Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, welcome back to the Flurry Sports Podcast. I'm Zach Bruner, Jake Osmond's with me. Uh, we're going to start the show with this. We record mo- during Monday Night Football, as we always do. Oh, my God. And uh, literally, uh, the whole uh, DeMar Hamlin situation just happened. For those who don't know, during the Buffalo Bills versus Cincinnati Bengals game, Monday Night Football first quarter, a defensive back for the Bills made a tackle seemingly grabbed at his heart collapsed on the field they performed cpr on him for 10 minutes they used an aed to get his heart back going and they ambulanced him out of there the only thing we know at this current moment is that uh he his he has a pulse now but he's not breathing on his own and the game which is certainly second to uh what everything else is going on here uh, is temporarily suspended is what it's being labeled as. So that's going to be a conversation. And obviously you listening know the result of everything that's happened at this point. Uh, but Jake, initial thoughts of everything going down in Cincinnati tonight, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, that's the big context piece is as you listen to this, just keep in mind, like this literally broke 23 minutes ago. Like that's yeah. when the, the hit happened. So we don't know what you know. So um, given off of what we know right now, my initial thoughts were at first, and we kind of talked about it, like I think if you were a football fan, you thought something like this might happen eventually. And it's I think it's certainly the scariest thing we've probably ever seen on an NFL field. Um, it's up there, yeah. It's up there, and, I, and if not – scary sits up there and i think my first thought was what a weird like unsuspecting hit for it to happen like again as you listen to this i'm sure it's been analyzed and broken apart and and whatever you've heard i'm sure it said like what the official like injury was or or you know like zach said it could have been a heart attack for all we know um because at this point i think my initial reaction um, my initial initial reaction was some very freaky hit thing, like head trauma, or mm-hmm. just like like you said, it didn't really look like whiplash. But the one thing that I think the NFL is always kind of glossed around is like it doesn't take a gnarly hit to do really bad damage to the head and neck, and somehow the NFL has never had that happen. So that was my initial thought: yeah. was like they finally got unlucky and one of the the little ones like hit the wrong part of the head but um it could have been totally unrelated to the play yeah and to your point like we talked about a little bit ahead of time you said it could be a freak brain aneurysm could be anything like that there was contact to the head to your point it didn't seem like an out of the ordinary play it seemed like a routine play it seemed like 
uh, natural uh, head contact, which, you know, anti-football pl- uh, people will certainly be like, what is natural head contact? There's no such yeah. thing. And that's completely fair. Um, I'm just saying it to say, to your point, it wasn't a massive hit. However, again, I'm not a doctor. I don't know fucking anything. I'm a dumbass with a microphone. I know with a lot of injuries, non-head injuries, sometimes the least suspecting uh, looking hits are the ones that hurt the most. Like when you get slammed around and your body goes limp and you look like a noodle, it looks like an insane hit. A lot of times those don't even hurt. But if you get hit solid and it looks like nothing, sometimes you break a rib. Sometimes you puncture a lung. Shit like that happens. So, I mean, certainly possible with the head. Uh, obvious, who knows what he's been dealing with as well. Correct. Uh, obviously, we're in the middle of Tua finding out that he's concussed a day after the game because he doesn't remember some of the plays that happened the day before. The, the worst possible scenario here, again, just from the NFL as a business uh, point of view, and not to sound heartless, but the worst possible situation for them would be news after the fact, oh, Hamlin was concussed. He was playing concussed. Uh, They didn't know what was happening. And then he goes out in the spotlight in a primetime game, Monday night football, final Monday night football game of the year between two of the AFC's top uh, teams. I would assume one of the most watched games of the year to this point, and then possibly dies live on TV. Yeah, and, and to your point, I think we talked about this ahead of time. We want to talk about it live because we think it has merit to react to this live as it's happening because I'm sure everyone is processing this stuff, so I think it's good to get it like yeah. out so you can process it along with us. Um, but note that like we're going to talk about this, and Zach and I both are just like disgusted, and we hope tomorrow makes it through, um, like you said. Yeah. Um, but with that, yeah, that's worst case for NFL. I also wonder, and and we've talked about this like not even close to the show, but like I, I wonder if a part of this will be heart har- more hardcore checks on like player health before the game, not just concussions, which we've talked about, but like my initial thought went to I've known a ton of athletes with heart shit they never knew about. Oh, because that stuff never gets tested because. And you can, like, look – I'm not going to be able to name the, like, marquee athlete that I know I've read about before. But there are athletes who have to retire because of hard stuff. And because of that, a lot of these guys don't get it as checked as often as they should because they don't want that news. Like, if you have an irregular heartbeat, you're done. You can't yeah. do any of this stuff. And so – and I know that's come out with uh, college stuff. I think I read about it when I was at Kansas State. We had a player – go through that and so it I, I that's where my brain goes right away is like if it is hard stuff same thing with the nfl of like did they do screenings like what was the checks on like heart and like and that might not be as much of a, a maltreatment kind of thing it's just that practice doesn't really exist maybe to the extent that it should mm-hmm. um depending on what happens right now um my other thought is i i think Football is such an interesting sport because it is the most violent, but I do think like the sympathy for injuries and stuff like is the the highest. Like my initial reaction to this is like it just brings you back to like if you've ever played football or things like not to this extent, but you've been in this scary moment. Mm-hmm. 
Like when yeah. everyone's kneeling and like you and like I don't know about you, but it's like I've been you certainly more so than I have been the guy hit. I even in like middle school play have been the guy who hit someone and then they don't get up. And then, you know, it's a it's a stinger or it's whatever, but it's a scary sport, man. And I think I, I think what I take out of this is although this might be depending on how scary this gets, the scariest thing that's ever happened in the NFL, if you are like a true football fan or have played football on any level, unfortunately it's not that unfamiliar, which I think is kind of wild for this sport. Yeah, I mean the scariest sound in football is silence because yes. that's usually uh, when shit happened and it's, it's uh, eerie. It's weird. It's not good. Um, yeah. It, it, if it feels the only way I can describe it, if you're on the field, taking a knee, someone down, medical people are out there. It's silent yeah. in the stadium. It feels heavy. Like it feels yeah. like the, literally like even if you're not the one hurt, it feels like the world is fucking crushing down on you when you're out there. It's like because it's that moment where your adrenaline is obviously spiking because you're playing and then all of a sudden mm. everything, everything stops. It, it just feels so it, it's hard. I know it's, it's really hard. I it's so hard. And it's also I, I don't know. It's such a weird feeling because to not make this super morbid, but I just NFL is a weird sport because though no one ever says it out loud, like people know that this is a life altering sport. And so yeah. when you get back up from these hits, like I think everyone has to laugh it off. Like I think like the Tua stuff is interesting now in this context, because I think going out of this, I, I think the two are going to get lumped together. Um, oh, and sure. I think they probably should. Um, and I think in hindsight, what's interesting is like how funny the Tua stuff has been. Mm -hmm. Like it's yeah. but it almost has to be comical because it's like yeah. you you almost like have to laugh about that stuff in the same way that like now that he's made it like Alex Smith when he gets brought up is in a comical nature yeah. of like the bionic yeah. man like you know and so it's like i think you have to like football is a sport that like grins and bears it in a really interesting way and i think now the big question is like depending on what happens here and again we're rooting for damar in this moment um as we record i i wonder no matter what happens here if the nfl flinches like do that what changes yeah the whole part about joking about things that happen, scary things that happen. Truly, yeah. it's it, it, part of it is that reflex that everybody has when there's a when you get scared, you laugh afterwards. Oh, like that's yeah. a reflex. That's part of it. A part of it is, you know, we're talking about a game that everyone invests so comically. My my career is invested in a bunch of people I don't know playing a game. That premise is weird and funny. And when things Correct. like that happen, it's like weird. The thing that's different about this for me, and I'm, there's a lot of different things because it's the most severe, right? Like that's the scary yeah. part. It's the outlier. This isn't a injury that's part of the game. This isn't no. a football injury. From what no. we know right now, what this seems, this is a guy's body seemingly failing him 
in a freak way, in a devastating way. And that's what's sort of crushing here. Um, and there's going to be a lot of things yeah. that come. But I yeah. think so, too. I think I think it seems like it's a freak tragedy. Even if it is somewhat related to the play, the play doesn't right. seem like one that like generates this level of trauma. So I, I think it's going to be a freak thing. I... I honestly think, though, what I'm interested coming out of this is like we kind of alluded to it earlier, but like, is this the type of sport that can produce that outcome? Right. Even on not its scariest plays, I don't know. Like, like the football thing always has been. I I can't remember what media person said it, but I watched a, a thirty for thirty documentary along. I think it was Herm Edwards, honestly, and I think Herm's take was. Um, if football ever dies out, it will die out at the youth level first. Mm-hmm. And that's where yeah. my brain goes right away on stuff like this. Like just as like fans and as people, it's hard to watch this. And, you know, if you had kids going into football, like it's just one, depending on how this goes, like it's, it's one more thing of like, maybe, maybe ballet is not that bad, you know, right. It usually doesn't happen in polo. And what's, interesting about this specific situation is this like we said is a freak thing this is more common at the youth level bingo i and and that's the scary part for me like if anyone has seen this and like and listening and like the freak nature of it like you probably already know but like that's like what i think is like you almost never because we were even talking about beforehand like how long it took to like do the emergency procedures and, and, and get off the field. And it, it sounds like, and I hope the rest of the way emergency personnel do a great job with Demar. It sounds like they have so far. Um, mm-hmm. This is one of the few times I've seen like emergency, emergency response on a professional football level. I've seen it a smaller handful of times at college football. Saw it many, many times in high school level. Just yeah. all the time because kids don't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Poor equipment. Honestly, less protection. Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah. Untrained athletes playing in athlete, full, full contact sport. Yeah, there's so many things. But I want to go back to the thing really quick about does the NFL flinch? Because I think that's interesting. And I just want to preface. The, I just want to ask you this. like, So we know what we know and people yeah. listening know what they know. The game currently, like I said, is temporarily suspended. What do you think is not what do you think the NFL does? What do you think is the right move when something this fucking wild happens, this polarizing on national TV? Do you think they because you can't (laughs) I say that I don't know what I mean. Like in my mind is you can't cancel the game like you could replay it. Oh, but when but when do you replay it with the playoffs starting next week? Like, what do you do in this situation? Yeah, just the logistics of it, which I think is a really interesting conversation to see what they do. Um, I think um, from the NFL's perspective, and this is, uh, I think they can't play it tonight until they know about DeMar's stability. Mm, Um, Because even on the grossest pragmatic level, and maybe when you're listening, this is what they decided to do. If they decide to play this game tonight and he dies during the game. Yeah, that's – you can't do that. 
Can't do it. Can't do it on moral reasons. Can't do it on pragmatic reasons. So they're not going to play tonight. Um, if if he is stable and they know his condition tomorrow, maybe they play tomorrow night. Um, yeah. Because I think just for like sake of things in like NFL having to like balance all these other teams, like you said, I think they have to play the game. It was early enough in the game that maybe you can do that. Um, if the worst case scenario happens and he doesn't make it, I, I don't think you play this game and I think you have to work it out, um, in the Mm -hmm. record. I just think it would be such a bad, cause you would have to play it this week. And I think neither one of these teams, just from a moral standpoint, like, like (laughs) not to make this funny necessarily, but like just to use a metaphor, cause I, that's how my brain works. If I was working with someone who passed away and my boss was like, hey, see you tomorrow, I'd be like, fuck you, bye. You know, like, yeah. So just from like a friend and a, a coworker standpoint, like, depending on what happens, the, I don't think this game is getting played unless he's stabilized. Uh, and hopefully that's what happens and they play tomorrow and they go. That's my first thoughts anyway. And literally, as you are an- answering that, as of 45 seconds ago, uh, Ari Miroff tweeted, not even the NFL's account has tweeted this yet, but the game for tonight has been called off. Yeah. Um, yeah. So at this point, who knows what's going on? But right call. That's yeah. the right call for sure. To give the NFL yeah. props on that. It's it's a low bar, but you you got to stop tonight. Yeah. 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 Now, if this was Vince McMahon's NFL, if, well, how, how would the NFL have done it? Uh, we don't, if, <laughs> if this was Vince McMahon's NFL, he'd put on a helmet. He's he'd, absolutely. He'd got out there. Oh, my gosh. Um, and then they'd done a network special on it. But um, that's Vince, yeah. you know. Um, okay. I think with this, I think um, what will be interesting in talking about how the NFL reacts is let's talk about the best outcome. Mm-hmm. Let's say, and we're hoping as we listen to this, DeMar makes it, um, recovers, is, is definitely going to be altered by this, but let's say there was a freak thing, they caught it, he stabilized. Does What does the NFL change then? Best case scenario, he pulls through. Is that a dodged bullet in the NFL? You know, just going off of what we know right now, it was a freak thing, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, ag- aggregate, aggravated by physical exertion, but it's not directly related to the activity of football. Like, what changes? Honestly, if they're for sure going to do every study possible to uh, derive the conclusion that it was not caused by football. And if that's the case, we will know that it was not caused by football. That will be (laughs) the headlines across everything. So that's that. Like, I just don't know what you can. I'm at a loss of what you can change, to be completely honest. And that goes beyond just this uh, specific instance. Like, I don't know what you can do to make football safer and keep it football, you know? Correct. And especially like if this goes the way that we are currently understanding it and it wasn't a football related thing, it would surprise me if this was the thing that changed football. Like honestly, if Ryan Shazier didn't change football, like it's, Mm. and, and this did, I necessarily wouldn't be upset about it because it's certainly the type of event that would provoke change. But um, it was always wild to me that that 
in a in a pool didn't change anything. Now, part of that was yeah. looking back, Ryan Chazier himself afterwards was like mm-hmm. advocating for football. Like Ryan Chazier was like, you mm-hmm. know, it's part of the game and had a very positive response. I think the only thing that would change is some of the things we talked about, I think, right before we came on. Uh, I, I just think you have to have not that emergency response didn't do everything they could, but like if this is a uh, if this is a high school activity, um, you know, they've got the ambulance at high school games parked at the corner of the field, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they're ready to go in these NFL situations, but it's just not. And I know you have those huge stadiums to maneuver, but uh, if he pulls through and we're hoping he does like the response time, like if this was like a life or death, we need response right now. Who knows if it would have been fast enough? Like, I think it's those things that maybe they change stuff that like we won't necessarily notice. Maybe more screenings, depending on what the cause of it is. I would love to see that, like promote some more physical screenings. And honestly, I think Mm -hmm. the biggest change, and let me see if you agree with this. I think this puts, whether it's related or not, I think any changes that were going to come out of the TUA situation will now have to. I think just any health-related incentives will be bolstered by this. Like, okay, we're yeah. really we're, we're really going to emphasize player safety going forward. Whether this was directly tied to it or not, it's like you can't have the look after this of even hinting at a player can play through something. Like, no matter what happens with this, that that has to be off the table at least for the rest of this season, and hopefully they make long-lasting change. Right. Really quick. Do I sound fine? Because my internet dropped. Yeah, you dropped out there, but uh, I didn't hear anything different on your audio. You sound good. Okay. I think a couple things, what you said, I completely agree with. Like the logistics, like you need to improve the logistics in terms of uh, just safety procedure, getting the ambulance on, getting the ambulance off, uh, getting the injured person to uh, the facilities that they need to. Um I don't know. Again, I'm not like on Twitter listening to everybody mm-hmm. right now, but I do think it was a talking point of how long it took. So as long as, yeah, I, I would assume that's going to continue to be a talking point. And I think that's something that should be figured out better. Um, in terms of players getting checked out more often, and I don't know exactly what every player goes through. I know every player has to do a, a physical every year, but as anyone who's ever gone for in for a physical ever, like I think we all know that not every physical is the same. And yeah. uh, there's a lot of things that probably aren't checked out. What I would suggest the NFL to do, and probably every professional sport, obviously, and every even college-level sport, like the testing, the physical testing that players go through during the NFL Combine, in terms of where they check out everything, every little nook and cranny on your fucking body, Uh, to find out why the team shouldn't draft you, why the team shouldn't invest in you. That is probably the most detailed medical procedure on the planet. And I'm guessing they only go through that one time. That's something where if you can do that every single season, that would be, I know most players would probably hate it, but I think that is something that they should implement 100%. Correct. Um, I think... 
two thoughts. One on the I'll, I'll finish on the point that more connects directly to what you just said. But to start, um, this isn't as important as the stuff that you just talked about on the other point. But it, one thing I think that will change is it almost made me think of Kevin Ware when that injury happened in college basketball. Um, mm-hmm. How this was communicated in terms of the visuals has to change. You can't have, um, in terms of the time it took, just him laying on the field for that long, like can't Mm -hmm. happen. We either have to be able to like transport him. And I know that there's probably worries of moving him. So I, I even think like maybe something as simple, like having a setup where it's like, we can't have that on camera. Like, let's not show it. But even something as simple as like, Let's get one of these. We've got a million movable tents over here. Like, yeah, for sure. Just something like that of like, we can't like just have him like laying out there. Even something as simple as like when this has happened in like international soccer soccer games, they've had staff and players like in circle, like at a distance to like give them room, but also to like give the player some like privacy, like for their own protection. Like those Mm -hmm. are little things and not the most important, but it's just like, they're just like laying out there for all the world to see, like for their sake and their families, like that's just got to be the most horrible thing. Um, yeah. So that, and and then to your point on the like more medical side, this is not going to happen. So I, I regret to say that before I even give the pitch, but as a baseball fan, um, part of the reason that baseball has higher levels of medical screenings like what's happening with Carlos Correa right now is because of baseball's guaranteed money they are focused on screenings for longevity they're like what is your body going to look like so they do all of these tests all the time to your point because there's more emphasis on long-term player care because they sign them for longer so I at the very least I think that level of care has to be shown to your point but I, I mean, my pipe dream out of this is that we get at least like longer levels of health insurance for these football players. Like at, at least yeah. that goes past career. Like this is a bare minimum um, that shouldn't have to be argued for, but it does like something like that, something like um, guaranteed money for a sport with this level of, or at least a higher amount of guaranteed money. Like, Mm-hmm. If the only one who's getting guaranteed paid out there is Deshaun Watson. Like it, it, you know, so they need more emphasis on at the very least, like, yes, take better care of these players, but football is football to an extent. So it just boggles the mind when you think of it, of how is baseball so much better emphasized on long-term care and so much better compensated for <laughs> what your body goes through than this sport like that's always blown my mind some would argue that baseball is too compensated which i totally hear but when you think about it's like football players in terms of longevity seriously undercompensated yeah 100 and just to cap uh this section of the podcast just tweeted out again by ari miroff and there's a lot of things being tweeted so i'm only going to read uh the thing i know is credible here uh he uh, Damar Hamlin currently is in the hospital in critical condition. So again, I mean, scary, unprecedented. There's, it's a lot of shock in the NFL world 
And uh, given that news, I just hope this is a situation where the game isn't played. Like, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have the answers. I, I just don't think you could play this game tomorrow. And if you can't no. play the game tomorrow, then I don't think you can play the game. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm with you on that. Uh, from the bottom of our hearts, best of luck and best wishes to DeMar Hamlin and to all of his loved ones, all the players involved. Um, if you're listening to this and you were impacted by that, because that was a pretty triggering thing. Like, yeah. you know, like I think people know a lot of people. I, I hope you get the support you need and, and our thoughts are with you as well. Um, I think – on behalf of both Zach and I, we're a pretty silly show. So I think we're probably going to mm-hmm. get sillier from here. Yeah. So if that's what you need, hang tight. I just don't want to jar you when we start making Jeff Saturday jokes here in a second. Because <laughs> um, they're coming. They're coming. Um, mm-hmm. So I think we're going to have fun with it. And hopefully it's it's a relief to whatever you're going to. But uh, if you need support, please get it. Um, and best best of luck and best support to everyone involved. Okay, so again, hard cut. We literally just took a break as well. Uh, Hopefully you took a break from that. We're refreshing. This is the Flurry Sports Podcast. Uh, We're here to give you a little bit of a lighter side of sports, to give you an escape from reality, despite the first uh, however long that was. So let's talk about the rest of the NFL week. (laughs) Eventful week. By the way, I think I, I like to think our fans always take a break. (laughs) <laughs> I, mean, shows. I think they always have an intermission and i think we should formally yeah. give one every episode it's like here's your snack break that's honestly keep it playing during your break you can step away we'll just keep talking you can come yeah. back oh it's um, wwe time good i needed some i needed some <laughs> I, I jake believe it or not i think there's been fans doing that for years so uh <laughs> this is it this get is it bruno this time. one's for you yeah a- absolutely um, but yeah, let's just talk about some of the rest of the NFL. There's some storylines that are interesting, storylines that we predicted, storylines that I hoped for and are certainly coming true, uh, one of which is happening in Pittsburgh. Uh, Mike Tomlin, a favorite coach of mine, has never had a losing season until this year. It was all doom and gloom, having a new quarterback for the first time in like two decades, essentially, uh, rookie. A lot of turnover. However, the Steelers have gone on a little bit of a run and now sit at 8-8 eight and eight with one game left. They play at home to the Cleveland Browns, and they have a chance to finish with a winning record against all odds, and they get to do it by beating up on Cleveland, uh, which is obviously headed by Deshaun Watson, everyone's favorite enemy of the league this year, and certainly a rival of the Pittsburgh Steelers. We all remember Miles Garrett. Uh, throwing helmets at the Steelers quarterback a couple years ago. There is no love lost between these two teams. So on both sides then, Jake, like the Browns, even though they are eliminated from the playoffs, could ruin Mike Tomlin's perfect record. And then on the other side, from a Steelers point of view, Tomlin could save his perfect record by beating Cleveland once again at home, a place where they historically have really, really struggled during his tenure. It's beautiful. It's so good. And the story could go either way. We're going to do some fantasy booking, our favorite, in a second. Um, But I think just on paper, just to enjoy it, how about them Steelers, man? 
Is this the biggest like face they've ever been, by the way? I think so. And I think the whole thing could be summarized into Kenny Pickett threw a game-winning touchdown once again this past weekend. And when Kenny Pickett came off the field, Mike Tomlin to his rookie quarterback said, Kenny fucking Pickett, <laughs> which no one's ever said. He's the first one to say it, but it's like, that's what the Steelers kind of are this year. And also, is there anybody more valuable to their team than TJ Watt at this point? No, like, especially I- the best part of all of this, which we haven't talked about yet. If you don't think TJ on his brother's last Sunday isn't going <laughs> to ball out, I, I think he's yeah. going to wear an American flag onto the field. And Jake, but Derek's still there too. No one remembers that, but it's true. It's true. I hope they both come out with elbow braces. <laughs> that would be incredible. What's scarier than a fullback and an elbow brace? <laughs> and then break their own nose in solidarity. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I'm just trying to look up if it's going to show me quickly what TJ Watt's record is. Um, yeah, as you do that, I mean, oh, I got it. I, I, I think you're right. He's got to be the most valuable to his team. It's it's him or Justin Jefferson. This I know this week against the Packers, it didn't look like that, but I would say it's one of those two. Okay, so just this year, again, the Steelers are 8-8 eight and eight right now. TJ Watt is 7-2, and two, which is incredible. For his career in 86 games, TJ Watt is 58 26 and two, which by the way, two ties, pretty good, pretty good in only 86 games. He but lost like, a tie. Yeah, I guess so. But that's incredible. It makes no sense. He is an edge rusher. He's a great edge rusher, but clearly, like, I don't, I, it seems clear that he makes that big of an impact on the game. Like, I don't think it's under, I don't think we're overreacting. No. And especially because their scheme is fitted around him. So, well, like when he's yeah. not there, they collapse even on a schematic level because it's like, yeah, well, we run our whole defense planning on the fact that you're going to take two guys and usually a chip uh-huh. to like stop him and not do that 50% of the time. So it's like, yeah. you know, I, I think it really screws him. The, not only his value, but just the difference between him and whoever the hell is going to replace him when he's out um, mm-hmm. is in, insane. Uh, I'm, I'm with you on that. I I hope he comes out wearing a number 99 jersey. Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> also there's no doubt in my mind. They want it so bad for Tomlin. Last oh, yeah. night's game as we record is Tomlin's like jumping up and down on the sideline. He's living and dying. It's interesting because they could even miss the playoffs and I don't think it would. Don't get me wrong. He'll he'll be like all I want is to make the playoffs. I know he's not going to say all I want is the winning record. They want to make the playoffs. But right. it's huge for him just to keep that going. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, like, he'll be focused on the playoffs. Sealer somehow can still make the playoffs. It's almost uh, impossible, I think. Dolphins the- and Patriots have to lose. Right. And they win. And the Patriots play the Bills. The Dolphins play... Um, I've got it those. up in front of me. The Dolphins uh, play Jets. Jets. And, I mean, you tell me, Jake, because you talked to him, I think, earlier in the day today. But I think Skylar Thompson is going to be playing again, uh, starting for them. Like, could Skylar <laughs> – by the way, Skylar Thompson versus Mike White 
is what we've been waiting for. So don't throw out Teddy. Don't put Teddy out there. That's not what the fans want to see. But like the Dolphins absolutely could lose. We said a few weeks ago, how funny would it be if the Dolphins lose? They're currently on a five game losing streak. uh, The last of which came to the Patriots who, again, they play the Bills. Who the fuck knows what goes on with the Bills? I would assume they play very uh, energized and probably beat the Patriots. But, you know, we'll see. Uh, if anyone breaks their heart, it's Bill Belichick. But I do think... Uh, <laughs> He's going to scheme around this for sure. <laughs> yeah. I I think um, the Jets will be interesting because they are out of it. Um, and uh, so I don't... Are they? Are they? Yeah, I'm looking at the scenarios oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, they are. Okay. Um, yeah, and they're out of it because even if the Patriots, Dolphins, and Steelers all lose, um, it would be the Jaguars uh, if, if uh, they lose to yeah. the Titans. So um, I guess, yeah, and then there's no scenario where all – yeah, yeah, there's no other scenario because if the Jaguars win and those other three teams lose, I would assume it then would be the Titans. Um. Yeah, I would think, or maybe the Jets get in that way, and the article just didn't have time for <laughs> crackpot conspiracy <laughs> theories. Maybe that's maybe maybe the Jets just need to win and need all those other teams to lose. So so they might still have something to play for. I guess that could be in the bubble, and the article was like, "Wow, what's, how's that going to happen?" You know. <laughs> so uh, I think that will be very interesting. Before we get into other playoff stuff, Zach. I have this to say because Patriots, outside looking in, but they're close. They could be in. Steelers could be in. Buccaneers, they're going to be in. Packers, they could be in. Football, Zach, is dangerously close to becoming baseball. Because, Zach, if this season get much longer, we know who's going in. Make the season (laughs) – Dude, I was sitting there like this is the Yankees. You can lose 20 games. The Astros lost <laughs> like 10 <laughs> games in a row last year. And then we're just like, ah, whatever. We're still going to win the division by 15. Like we're di- like, I don't know if football fans understand how close we are to tiptoeing off the edge of like <coughs> these teams are just going to like the Packers. If the Packers make the playoffs, we will have gone from dead <laughs> Dude, so alive. Like, we're – and that's fun right now. But if we get to a 20-game season, it's not – you can literally be 0-10 and and maybe still make the playoffs. Legitimately, especially if you find yourself in a division like the NFC South was this year or like the NFC East has historically been. You could have a high seed. Like, so I think like fans are going to have to react to that. Like, and I know that's not going to stop the NFL from getting longer, but it just occurred to me, like we might be killing parody. Like it's fun this year, (laughs) but like, think about it. Like all year we were like, we're going to see the giants and the jets and the commanders in the playoffs. Jags might be in. How fun is that? And it's like, ah, surprise. (laughs) We're all back. All the usual suspects are here. And right now, I don't think it's too long because they might still all miss. Like, we might get anarchy. Like, Lions yeah. could be in, like, and then the Jags win, and we're all happy. But there's a chance that we get Pats, <laughs> Bucks, Packers, Titans, see again. Like, yeah. nothing changes because the season was one game longer, you know? Now, 
so we're talking about play uh, fantasy booking. So let's talk about what we want to happen and what's worst case scenario. Uh, because okay. so let's just say from the NFC side right now, six of the seven seeds are locked up. They can be shuffled a little bit. Uh, but the Eagles, 49ers, Vikings, Buccaneers, Cowboys, Giants have all locked their spot up. Uh, the Seahawks, Lions, Packers are competing for that seventh seed. The Seahawks currently have it. Um, and if the Lions beat the Packers and the Seahawks win, the Seahawks will keep it since they beat the Lions earlier. If the Seahawks lose, then the winner of Packers-Lions on Sunday Night Football uh, will make it in. And by the way, shout out to me. I went back and looked it up. In May, in May, the day after the Packers schedule came out, I said week 18, Packers-Lions has got to be flexed into primetime. It has to be. The NFL needs Dan Campbell in primetime for the second time of the year. And look what happened. We see it. We see what's going on. But so I just want to start really quick with the obvious worst case scenario, in my opinion. The Seahawks play the Rams on Sunday earlier in the day. If the Seahawks yeah. win, terrible, horrible. <laughs> like that's the only scenario for me that's despicable. Because if it's Lions versus Packers and the Lions have nothing to play for other oh. than playing spoiler, I don't want to hear. I don't want to see that. Yeah. I didn't think about that. I was like, why does it matter? But the Lions perspective, it matters. Um, yeah, that sucks. That really sucks. That's yeah. worst case scenario. Um, I think my worst case scenario is beyond that, which I think is the fun one. Um, I, I mean, my worst case scenario is that the Eagles lose their one seed. Because yeah. I want Hurts to come back. Like, I want them to have a bye. And, like, mm -hmm. I'm not necessarily rooting for the Eagles with all my heart, but it's just, like, that's way less fun. Like, I don't want to see a, a worse Eagles team while the Niners get rest. Like, I think Hurts plays this week. He's fine. I hope so, and I hope they win and they're good. Um, otherwise, it's still fun and it's chaotic, but out of the choices, beyond just the, the Seahawks win taking all the fun out of Lions-Packers, um, Seahawks making it is the least fun of those three options. Which sucks because it's, it's fun. It's really fun if the Seahawks make it with Russell Wilson getting traded away. That's fun. So fun. It's not Sorry, Dan Campbell's rise, and it's not <laughs> okay. Maybe for most people it's more fun <laughs> than Packers law. For sure. But uh for sure. I think there's a little bit of fun to just like this shitty a team, just like Chugga, 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 like all steam ahead, middle fingers away. Uh, it's like when Mick Foley just got on a tear in WWE. <laughs> it's like, why is my friend, my dad's friend, all of a sudden getting fired up in the ring? Like, he should yeah. be kicking people's butt just because he's excited. <laughs> Put your sock away. Put your sock back on your foot. Yeah, um, why is he a hippie? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Who's Cactus Jack? Um, so... From a, we got a lot of Packer fans who listen. So I just want to quickly say best scenario for the Packers. Obviously, if the Packers win regardless of the Seahawks, Packers get the seventh seed. Packers fans, you got to suck it up. We're cheering for the Vikings this weekend. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely cheering for the Vikings. And we need the 49ers to somehow lose to the Cardinals. It could happen. It could happen. Yeah. That's for sure best. Not even Packer fan. Other people watching, 
Yeah. Come on. Vikings <laughs> Packers three. Electric yeah. Boogaloo. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it's so good. I'm a little scared just because the game we got against the Vikings this time was definitely the game three scenario I saw in my head. Yeah. 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 You're right. So it'll um, be a little closer than that. So a little less fun. But I mm-hmm. that's for sure best scenario for the Packers. Like if you like just realistically, like you have to play one of those <laughs> mm-hmm. th- uh, three teams. You want it to be the Vikings. It's the team you just beat by 30. And if you're not a Packers fan, you've seen Packers versus 49ers in the playoffs every year for the past decade. And we know what happens every time. You don't want to see the Packers lose and have, uh, this time, Christian McCaffrey run for 200 yards. We know that's what's going to happen. We want a little bit of chaos. We want a little bit of fun. We don't need that. And it's more fun than Packers-Eagles. You don't want that yeah. first round. No, no. Yeah, we we don't need it. We don't need it. So we, It's a Vikings little fun. A it's a little fun. It's not as fun. It's a little fun because it's like it was like the team all year. We were like, can anyone beat this team versus if the Packers get in, they would be the hottest team in. So right. th- that would be fun from a Packers fans perspective. Let's. You know, Packers fans, that's what I'm hoping for. Just because I'm not sure how much we're going to talk about it, and we have a whole show dedicated to the Packers. Make sure you listen to Lombardi Sweep. I've never had more fun watching a football game than I did this Sunday. Not going to lie. It was the most – I'm telling you what. I've never done heroin, but I'm sure it feels like Greg Joseph missing two kicks and then Mason Crosby – dinking one over because our replacement kicker got hurt practicing before the game started. I'm How sure that's what it feels that? like. How oh stupid is that? The Packers activate a second kicker, which is dumb <laughs> enough so Mason Crosby doesn't have to kick long field goals in the kickoff. Gets hurt, so now Mason's got to kick long field goals. It's so dumb. And By I love, the way, he's oh. jacked after – if they made <laughs> yeah, him kick yeah. another kick after his 56-yarder, I think he could have made it from 70. He's I so don't know. pumped up. Also, I like to think our other kicker suffered like a Nancy Kerrigan-type injury. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Mason found him in the parking lot and whopped him. It was his yeah. moment, you know. Oh, For it was sure. incredible. <laughs> you had Justin Jefferson hitting refs in the back of the head like it's WWE. It's incredible. Pat O'Donnell just put like a banana peel out before the practice field goals. <laughs> Sabotaged them. Sabotaged them. Oh, it is good. Let's okay. Let's take the Packer fan blinders off for a second. Just a okay. second. Okay. Lions, Vikings. All Lions, Vikings. Stupid fun. Because well, listen, you're looking for the banana peel for the Vikings. Dan <laughs> Campbell's Lions. It's kind of awesome. Because if that's yeah. what happens, they would have lost to the Packers in embarrassing fashion. Then you lose to the Lions in the playoffs. And they lost to the Lions earlier. And, by the way, TJ Hawkinson, in both of his games against the Lions, he will have lost then. Lions traded him away, got immediately better. <laughs> Makes be no awesome. sense. By the way, if that happens, I'm making like a sappy music video of that game last year where the Vikings somehow beat them with that stupid kick. And yeah. it's like, look how far we've come. Come <laughs> online. So I that might be my favorite, like, potential matchup. Um, I think for if, – if you're not a Packers fan, Lions, anyone is more fun. Yeah. 
Yeah. How crazy would it be if we want mass chaos? The fan, the what we want is the Lions to make it in. They play and beat the 49ers, which a lot of people are thinking is the best team in the NFL right now. If the yeah. Lions knock them out, then it's like, who is coming out of the NFC? Absolutely anybody could. And <coughs> honestly, like the Lions probably. Okay, so if it happened, 49ers, Lions, Lions beat them. Lions would then play maybe the Eagles after that, or would it be They'd for the sure Vikings? play the Eagles because they'd be the lowest seed remaining. If they played the 49ers, that means the 49ers would have been the two seed, their lowest seed. Is that how it works, or is it a set playoff structure? I think it's they play the lowest seed. Okay. Um, like, that line is going to be weirdly close, I think. Like, I don't think the Lions would be that m- much of an underdog against the Eagles. Yeah. I think I'm trying to think of the most fun matchup just because lines are so clearly to face. Like, besides the Vikings, I'm like, who's the funnest heel for you to match up against? Lions, Cowboys, happy Thanksgiving. We just pretend. <laughs> we pretend it's November 28th. We bring out the turkey on the sideline. Yeah. They go at it. Dan Campbell has a ball. That'd I do, be fun. I like the thought of Dan Campbell completely shutting out Tom Brady. Like, just confusing him. Completely confusing him. through Like a four or five pick game. Did you see the play this week? It was the last play before the halftime in the Bears-Lions game. They put Aiden Hutchinson at cornerback. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. A little bit like the Packers having Preston Smith cover Justin Jefferson for a second there. It it, it made no sense. And Justin Fields just looked at him and threw it to him. <laughs> at that point, like, what do you do? I don't I don't know. But he got his third interception on the year, and it made no sense. It's, it's confusing, and I love it. Yeah, he his was brain open. just shut off. He's like, he looks trustworthy. Um, yeah. I. <laughs> it is so fun. All right. Talking, let's get into fantasy fantasy booking here before we jump to AFC. Okay. The, the, the Lions are playing the Vikings. Mm. It's close. It's fourth quarter. But wait, what's this? The Lions fans in the crowd are going nuts. The camera pans right behind the Lions bench. Hoodie revealed. It's Matt Stafford. Yeah. Cheering <laughs> on his old squad, giving Jared Goff pointers. Incredible. Him and Calvin Johnson can't contain themselves. They got those little like party whoppers. Yeah. That would be it just the pop from everybody would be I don't know what Matthew Stafford special Lions 49ers. I don't know what Matthew Stafford's record is against the 49ers cuz that would be interesting. For if sure he, have it on the West Coast. Oh. Yeah. I'm not sure if he beat them earlier in the year or not, but oh, if he I can... don't even need him to play, that's a good. I mean, that's the best fantasy booking. He's no, no, no. On I, their uniform. I just oh. mean like he knows all their secrets from because he's oh, beat them so smart. many times. Okay, I was, I was like, I, I didn't necessarily see him replacing Jared Goff. That'd be <laughs> wild. That would be fun. That's what I would hope for. Uh, but it's up. Yeah. Oh, if only. Um, man. If the Lions make it in, though, like, literally, I hate the expression. We talked about it last week. If we get in, nobody wants to play us. If the Lions make it in, nobody wants to play the Lions for multiple reasons. Like, one, they're hot. But two, if you lose to the Lions to end your season, that's heartbreaking. It's, listen, 
Vikings fans, somehow you're listening to this. <laughs> I, yeah. I don't think this would be your podcast of choice. But if you are listening to this, how – oh, my God, the heartbreak. You don't want any NFC North opponent, right? No, absolutely not. You it's finally too high it. of stakes. You lose to the Packers or the Lions in the playoffs. Jesus, your season doesn't matter. Exactly. Yeah, you can't be like, oh, we won the NFC North. Like, okay, then we knocked you out of the playoffs immediately. He, thanks for holding our seat. Either one of them. You want any other team. Please, yeah. Seattle. <laughs> Get yes. in there. Sneak in. Gino. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's what we I'll need. Um, that would be wild. AFC, I think... Okay, I, I I mean, certainly if we're fantasy booking, I want the Steelers to win their game. For sure. For sure. The fun part is that can happen and then you can still book whatever you want. Like, <laughs> Tomlin yeah. can get his winning record and then they don't. I don't know if it's more fun for them to make the playoffs or not. I agree. I'm not going to lie. The most fun team out of that bunch is the Dolphins. There's a part of me that wants them to miss because, boy, is that Well, this incredible. is the thing now. The NFL needs Miami to lose because they're talking about Tua's playing in the postseason. I know. That's, that's what they're saying. And I don't know. Stop it. Tua, knock it off. <laughs> like, you can't. Leave the you room. Can't. <laughs> no kidding, bud. Like, take, take, go back to Hawaii for the offseason. Your beautiful, beautiful home. Like, just go back there and relax. Take a breath. Like, I try cool. not to do this during the show, but can we please name the episode your your beautiful, beautiful home? Unless, <laughs> unless yeah. of course, we have to name it something ser- very serious. But if, <laughs> if we get to have a fun name, your beautiful, beautiful home is just enough out of context that I like it. Um, I, I think he should get a quick start on the Pro Bowl. Um, Aloha, bring her back. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I think... I I mean Bills winning would be awesome um with everything in cuz what are the um are there any locks in the AFC like what's locked up Okay so the Chiefs Bills Bengals and then Chargers Ravens have all locked up a spot um okay. if the Bengals win against the Bills you know if if that happens then they win the AFC North and their game against the Ravens next week is completely irrelevant. Um, if mm-hmm. not, or if even if they don't play it, then I think the Ravens can't move any higher than five. I'm not sure. Basically, the whole thing is uh, the AFC South is up for grabs. Jaguars, Titans play each other. Uh, winner gets that. Loser could still make it in. I think the Jaguars can make it in if the other teams lose. Yeah, so correct. So I'm looking at it now. Uh, Jaguars can get in um, if Dolphins, Steelers, um, uh, Pats all lose. They're in. Yeah. Which, honestly, that might be the most fun. Is the Jags still get in? Yeah. Ooh, well, don't you think? If the, I think so, too. But I think the most – okay, what I want to happen couldn't happen. But what would have been most fun is if the Jags could lose and then have to play the Titans again immediately. Like, it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not done with you yet. Just they fight to the death like the feud no one knew they wanted. Like, 
do the Titans right. Jags like hate each other? <laughs> like it's like that's weird. Um, so that would have been fun. Um, I mean, I think like you said, NFL does not want <laughs> Dolphins to win and have to deal no. with uh, the Tua conundrum any longer. Um, I think. Hear me out. We're fantasy booking here, right? Uh huh. We're forgetting something. They're down and out. We're down them. And when we lost all hope, it came true. Belichick Brady. One more time for all the marbles. No one thinks yeah. they can do it. But that's when they strike. The outcome, no one wants. It's the one, like, no one would be excited for Patriots Buccaneers until it got here. Like, it's like, oh, God, I guess. But we had to watch you beat a lot of better teams in the playoffs. Honestly, what what would be more surprising to you? If the Buccaneers make it or if the Patriots make it? Buccaneers. I think Patriots. Ooh, I... That's fair. The Buccaneers have just looked so bad at times this season. For sure. Um, Health-wise. Like, I mean, if they're healthy, which they're not, but, <laughs> like, if they were, then it's for sure the Patriots. Um, I, 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 I do think, think they're getting their psycho center, Ryan Jensen. I think he's back. I think he's back. That makes a huge difference. Um, it's hard because they're more talented. Uh, I just think <laughs> – the Patriots have depth. I don't know. You know, so <laughs> they got Mac uh, Jones. They got Matt Patricia calling plays. Yeah, they got <laughs> Dirty Mac. It's been my favorite discussion. Here, here's a question for you. So this, I, no one's going to like this question, but I think you will. All right. Okay. Can a quarterback be a dirty player? Because I don't think he can. It's like being a dirty punter. Like, I'm like, <laughs> whatever. You got you to gotta scratch and claw, you know? Like, for, okay, I want to do an exercise. If you had to pick one quarterback from the past, let's say the past 10 years, who is the most dirty quarterback, who would you think it was? Because there's one that pops into my mind, and he's not. But, like, he pops into my mind as a dirty quarterback. Well, just the... <laughs> Sorry, this joke's got to be... Just the dirtiest was Jay Cutler. I don't think he ever showered. <laughs> uh, fair, fair. But... Uh, I, I think um, oh, there's one I'm missing. I can't think of a good example right now. Who are you thinking of? Phil Rivers. That is who came to mind, but he wasn't really. He's yeah. not dirty at all. He doesn't even swear, but he's a hothead. And he's like always jawing at people, but I don't think he's a dirty quarterback. The only true dirty quarterback is Paul Crew from the longest yard. And he was the dirtiest of the dirty, Jake. He was really dirty. Uh, both versions of Paul Crew were dirty. That's true. Um, Never yeah, got I better. think so too. Paul Newman also. Um, yeah, I think uh, <laughs> Paul Newman, dirty guy. Um, but uh, may he rest in peace. But I think, uh, I think for dirtiest quarterback, like maybe remember when AJ McCarron was out there, like <laughs> yeah, guys up. I think I remember a couple plays where it's like he was like chipping guys he wasn't supposed to, and like Mark Sanchez maybe a little bit. Maybe Went out and tried to block some people. Um, he did. Christian Ponder. <laughs> oh my God, Christian Ponder! <laughs> what a name! Good name drop. Um, Fucking but, terrible. What he? In my mind, he's the worst quarterback that's ever played football. I don't think that's true, <laughs> but I think he is. I, I like just naming him that. That's good. Yeah. Mine's Kellen Moore, but um, 
yeah. he he looks like a the biggest doofus of all time, right? Oh, Christian Ponder? No, no, no. Kellen Moore. Uh, Kellen Moore. He he's he's a he I don't think he's a good offensive mind, but every time they show him calling plays, I'm like, oh yeah, this guy's he's a head coaching candidate. Like, I don't want to see more of that guy. No, I know. Um yeah, I just like the, I don't know, quarterback being dirty. The dirtiest quarterback who's ever played is less dirty than the hundredth dirtiest defensive lineman who's ever played. <laughs> That's all, like, yeah. if you, like, look at what the trench players do in the game, like, nothing yeah. the quarterback does is dirty. No, absolutely not. It, the shit that goes on in the trenches. <laughs> yeah, like, that's Boy. my thing is, like, <laughs> I get it, like, because everyone's mad because the quarterback's the most protected position. So it's like, don't sure. be kicking at us when, like, we can't even touch you. Totally, mm-hmm. totally get it. But I've seen borderline eye pokes in the trenches. Like, oh, it's yeah. a bad time. Deacon Jones was slapping people's ear holes. He gave people permanent hearing damage. <laughs> yeah. And that guy's a Hall of Famer. There's no, <laughs> Damn right like, he is. And by the way, effective. (laughs) Super effective. Reggie White was dirty, and that guy, I think, is canonized. Yeah, (laughs) the Minister of Defense. Uh, He was given sermons on Sunday before the game, and then he goes out there. He hits people in the throat because that's illegal. You can't get a little too high and touch the face mask, but you can punch someone directly in the Adam's apple, and it's a good play. Good strategy. He threw Chris Carter about 10 yards right by the groin. Like that guy, like <laughs> grabbed him right by the inner thigh and gave him a yoink. Um, but I know. Speaking of, I didn't have a segue. I was trying to think of one, but I couldn't do it off of that. Speaking of thrown out of there, I want nothing to do. I I I don't want, I can't believe I'm saying this. I don't want the Titans in the playoffs. I don't think it's Ooh. very fun. The only way it's fun is if they win. If they make it in oh, and they the just whole continue. Thing? No, 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 no. But if they make it in, they're probably going to play the Chargers. And to Ooh. me, like, I would favor the Titans just because I know who Brandon Staley is. Okay. Take the Tua stuff out of it. What do I got to do to get this? Oh, never <laughs> mind. We got to go a long way. We got to go a long way. I was like, what, what do, do we got to do to get Tua Herbert? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'll be a bit. It'd have to be the AFC Championship game because they'd be six and se- or five and seven. So, right, that would be fun though. That would be, be fun. It'd be morally questionable, but <laughs> would it be a fun time in the, the AFC? We- like, doesn't it just feel like the AFC? We're just buying time until the AFC Championship for the Chiefs to play the Bills. Yeah, and depending like, on what happens with the stuff we talked about earlier, I mean, Bills might be the team of destiny. No matter what happens, like they're America's champs, but I, I don't think so. P- people will be behind them. I don't think so. And by the way, I'm cheering for them to lose. I, I don't want. Them oh to- no, you can't say that. I, I have to. I don't. I, I. I don't want them to lose right away. I just want them to lose when it hurts the most. That's what. It, yep. Last second, like we've said multiple times, and like it's happened multiple times. Josh Allen. He's going to pitch a perfect game. He's just going to run out of time. The kicker is going to blow it. Something unexpected is going to happen in a not serious life-altering way. And the Bills are going to lose to Andy Reid, who is going to be asked about what he's going to do next. And he's going to mention some food he is going to want to eat. And the Bills will go home very pissed off once again. 
Like that's what has happened and probably will continue to happen because the Bills this tonight aside, they're so beat up. I mean, they're <laughs> so beat up. I here's the thing. We are in a weird in terms of fantasy booking, I don't know if it's ever happened that like usually the most fun option is chaos. Like, yeah. in a normal year, I think the most fun outcome we could get is Jags lines. We just yeah. turn them loose and let them go. This mm-hmm. year, I don't know if there's a more fun option than Kelsey Bowl. I agree. I agree. I think the Lions in general are fun. Is there an AFC team that just is pure fun? I don't think there is. Um, no. <laughs> no. What? I, um, to me, I guess to me, I will say this. Who's the most La- fun? Lamar Jackson has been out for the past four weeks. He's that probably going to be. He's probably yeah. going to be out for week eighteen as well in a meaningless game, most likely. If he comes back, runs the table, looks like MVP Lamar, who is the most electric guy in the sport when he's at the top level, in my opinion, and mm-hmm. in most people's opinion, when you see him do those crazy things, and then can stand, you know, on the stage. Radio Row in the Super Bowl and just say, pay me my money. That's fun to me. I think that would be very fun. Chiefs lines is crazy fun. <laughs> that's sure. so fun. Um, that's David Goliath for sure. That's very That fun. is. There's a lot of fun out of Bill's lines because yeah. I like that hasn't happened in a while. It's so fun when it's like one team gets a championship and the other one still doesn't have one. Mm, sure. That'd That's be kind true. of fun. Um, you know what would be fun? <laughs> this this would be the fun that like might make me throw up. But if it gets to be Lions-Patriots, I'm going to hurl. Because I will want one team to win so bad yeah. <laughs> and the other one to lose. Like... That one on paper wouldn't be fun, but it's like, oh my God, don't let the Patriots win. Well, just the fun of that matchup would just be the coaching matchup that everyone's hyping up beforehand, which is awesome. That that would be fun too. I think the the most fun team in the AFC is the Bengals. Um probably. Um, so I, I think there's some fun matchups there. But if the Bengals are gonna play anyone from the NFC, I don't know if the Lions are the most fun matchup. I think them and honestly, I think another like great QB matchup like Burrow, um, Burrow hurts would be great. Burrow versus um, give it, give me Bengals 49ers for like the third time (laughs) in his one more time, a rivalry. Everyone forgot about that'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, if you had to pick the most fun matchup for the Packers, who is it? In the Super Bowl, you're saying? Yeah. Um, Packers versus... Hmm. I do think it might be the Bills. It's fun. I think, yeah. I think Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, for like everything they've been through with the match... And then just Josh Allen's personality. And you're talking about two small market teams going against each other. I think that's fun. Um, there's a lot of connections between the two teams in terms of personnel and players. That's fun. We discounted the Steelers right away. I do want to go back to them. I think George Pickens could be the most fun player 
that's he, true. Oh, if he comes so out, fun. Yeah. If yeah, if he comes out and has like an insane performance in the playoffs, which he that's absolutely fun. can do, he's he's crazy, man. I love that dude. Yeah. Najee Harris is kind of similar too. Pittsburgh Philly would be fun as hell. That would be very fun. That'd be really fun. Also, I thought of the Packer matchup. It's I don't know if fun's the word, but it's the matchup. Um, finally getting Mahomes Rogers. Like yeah, it seemed true. like it was inevitable in years past, and we've just never right. had it. Like, and maybe that's heightened for me as a Kansas State alum who was there <laughs> every year when the all the Chief fans were like, "You missed out again, blood." I'm like, God. I want you to lose. Well, also, <laughs> also, also, it's in Arizona. Isn't that State Farm? Yes. Dude, it's go. rigged. It is. <laughs> wow. Hey, we've we've made about 20 Super Bowl predictions over the course of the season. One of them's but, got a stick. But sorry, we just predicted it. Spoiler alert. If it's not I one of the other ones, I think we have had to have said what happens. <laughs> one way or another. <laughs> I think we've mentioned it in passing. Yeah. Um. Clip it, future uh, fans, in future weeks once something happens that we said exactly. Yeah. Please. All right. One dark horse from each of us to close this segment. I've got one here. Okay. Super Bowl matchup dark horse. Okay. Give okay. me give me Patriots Seahawks. No one won mm. one more time. Revenge game. One of the greatest Super Bowls to ever be played. Pete Garrell's revenge tour. And it's just quarter, it's just coaching mindsets. Can I get Geno Smith to win or can I get Mac Jones to win? I I'll do a similar thing in terms of a matchup. Let's go Patriots Giants. Daniel Jones. <laughs> so unlikely. Why is this guy at the Super Bowl? Daniel Jones is gonna make a play and you're gonna get Darius Slayton hauling it down somehow. I didn't think about this. What do I gotta do to get um, I'm checking, I'm checking, I'm checking. Um, I need Giants Buccaneers. That would be fun. I need the Giants. Somehow Giants are just the top Brady, Brady killers. Number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all they're good for. I just need them headhunting Tom Brady. Man, that's probably an NFC championship too. I'm not sure if it can happen before that. Um, cause it wouldn't be wild card weekend. I think there are ways it happens in divisional round. Oh uh, yeah. If the seventh seed continues, right? Hey, Amen. Dreams, <laughs> dreams come true. Um, this, then, oh dude, happen. if that happens, Tom Brady's obviously the highest seed remaining. I think in that scenario, but uh, uh, besides the one seed who had a buy. So everyone's like, things are looking good for Tom Brady. Wrong. <laughs> Here come the Giants, full of piss and vinegar. That would be... Oh, it's like God. a Pokemon matchup. It's, it's not better. It's just <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's the wrong type. Yeah, it's so funny. I do like that a lot. I don't... And Tom Brady has said he's not thinking about retirement anymore, by the way. Um, which means nothing. But he has to retire from football. If he loses again to the Giants, you need to stop. Or go to the AFC. Get out of town. I just like the idea of Eli Manning prowling the sidelines behind Daniel Jones. Like, Oh, Eli's been doing so much media stuff for the Giants. If they somehow meet up, Eli is going to be everywhere. It's going to be so funny. 
Mario Manningham. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone's coming back. Tom Coughlin's on every podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> By the way, let's do this to end the show. Top five worst podcast guests of all time. Number one, Tom Coughlin. He's got to be the worst. But if I want to listen to, I could just call my grandpa if I want an old man to kind of be curmudgeon all the time. He, but he's also curmudgeon in not a funny way. It's just like conversation <laughs> ending. Like, okay. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Tom. Great. Yeah. That would be terrible. All right. Give Number me four th- other terrible podcast guests. <sighs> okay. So I understand this would do clicks, but he would be a terrible guest for us. For our personalities, Urban Meyer would be horrible for us, I think. Be bad. We'd have to not ask a lot of questions. I don't think he'd give us a lot of straight answers. Well, he's also, uh, he's just so unlikable. Bad podcast guest. He's he's really bad. Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> Kawhi. <laughs> the most interesting man in sports. Um, He's bad. Who oh, just- oh. I know for us. Oh, this isn't true because it's just, it would just drive me nuts. He'd be a good, never mind. I was going to say Chuck Pagano. I can't take the cliche. No. I can't take it. He's so, I, I can't take it. He'd be telling me to, you know, pack the yeah. saddle. Absolutely. Put your blinders on. Let's go. Get to work. No, um, he can't be on there, but yeah. Again, if you've listened to anything he's done this year, if you have seen the clips from him getting a championship belt with Rookie of the Week last week oh, and God. see his reaction, Brock Purdy might be the most uninteresting man of all time. Give we me called, 20 minutes with him. We, I don't think so. We called Matt Ryan a saltine cracker. This guy oh, makes no. Matt Ryan look like a breath of fresh air. Brock Purdy, I don't – what he said about – Nick Saban, how he told Nick Saban to shove it and blah, 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 blah. There's no way that's true. There's no, no way. Br- Brock Purdy is the most uninteresting, flavorless person. And every time I see him, he's next to George Kittle, which makes him look worse. On but, that oh note, God. on that note, terrible podcast, Adam Thielen. <laughs> he is bad. He's on McAfee all the time. Bad. He's, ter- he's terrible. He's a bad guest, and he's on things, but he's a, he's a bad guest. Horrible. I got one more name. Okay. It's going to pop you specifically. Okay. Jack Curtis. <laughs> no. <God>. Terrible podcast <laughs> guest. I don't think we can keep him awake. I, I think he'd have to be ordering his podcast. He'd have to be ordering Badger tickets. What was that? <laughs> yeah, he would be. He would be on the podcast, but not on the podcast. He would Our be sixth grade science teacher, Jack Curtis, would be a terrible podcast guest. <laughs> yeah, is that fun for everybody at home? Everyone knows Jack Curtis, I feel like. We, we, we've Did we talk about Jack Curtis on the podcast? <laughs> Jack Curtis, the best wrestler <laughs> name, yeah. The, the, so funny. The, I brought that up to someone because they were like, was Raton Perez the hardest act has ever had? Oh, no, 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 no. Like, it's either that or Jack Curtis. Um, Jack Curtis. It Jack hits. Curtis for sure. It, everyone knows a Jack Curtis. Like, by the way, Mr. Curtis, yeah. if you're listening, come on. Prove, Absolutely. Open arms. Prove us wrong. Um, but if you're not listening, imagine someone when you talk to them, your mouth gets dry. Like, Jack, Jack Curtis sucks the moisture out of a room. He... It's not just what he says. He's also the most monotone person you've ever met. 
Yeah. Um, for he me did personally, dance and it didn't make him more fun. No, no. Yeah, he, he's. What? What was? It? What's that? Dance? Curtis Shuffle. Curtis <laughs> Shuffle. Um, every day he would play Born in the USA, which, <laughs> as for listeners who know, that hurts me more than anything. Horrible. Uh, gives me shivers just thinking about it. Yeah, but I mean, he's got every a nice day. Sweatsuit. I was with him his last year teaching every day reading Aussie 15 minutes on the clock. Yes, sir. Sleeps (laughs) He slept (laughs) for 15 minutes while we read, you know, he'd be like, all right. Or he, or he'd be selling usually your mom and dad badger tickets trying. Hey, (laughs) he's got a good hustle going. (laughs) Got to work up their retirement teacher conferences. Yeah. That's very funny. Um, yeah. Bad podcast guest. Yeah, there you go. Bad podcast guest, but open podcast invitation. Um, Paul Bearer, bad podcast guest. <laughs> True. Bad for radio. Bad for radio. Kane, uh, terrible podcast guest. Not talkative. <laughs> True. Yeah, really. Yeah, bad, bad guest. Um, more of a, you know, I think Kane be really good at Pictionary. Mm, True. Expressive. <laughs> what? Wrestling tag team would be the best at Pictionary of all time. For sure, Kane and Undertaker is up there. Brothers Scotty Tuhati and... Uh, <laughs> Rikishi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do the worm back and forth, you know? God, greatest greatest Royal Rumble moment of all time, boom, boom, in my boom, opinion. Boom, boom. I know. I Look it wait. up. Look it up. End the uh, show on that. Do we want to plug anything about watching some future sporting things? Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure... If what the system's like, but if you go to playback.tv slash flurry sports, you might be able to follow that page. Um, if not, just keep that in the back of your mind. But what, what this is, is it's going to be a sports streaming uh, site for us, Jake and myself and other people from flurry sports. You will be able to watch uh, sporting events live with us all, for free. All you have to do is sign in with your TV provider. For example, if you have ESPN Plus and we are watching a college basketball game, which we might do later this week, actually, um, you just sign in with ESPN Plus. If the game is on ESPN Plus and you're good to go, you can watch along with us, uh, possibly come on the stream with us, talk to us in chat, uh, just hang out. It'll be a lot of fun. There will be clips going up on the Flurry Sports YouTube channel for that as well. But also, if you have Peacock, that means you can watch premium live events like the Royal Rumble like maybe WrestleMania, stuff like that with Jake and myself and possibly mm-hmm. other people from Flurry Sports. I know Trevor, who knows nothing about wrestling, expressed that it could be funny for him to come on with us. And I think absolutely all wrestling amateurs, people who know nothing about it, people who know everything about it, if you want to just hang out and have a good time and just kind of turn your mind off and just have fun with uh, whatever the hell nonsense is happening on TV, I think those WWE streams at playback.tv slash flurry sports uh, with us will be very, very fun. I think they're going to be a great time. Uh, in the meantime, while you wait for those, uh, give us some ideas for the streams. I think we should do some fun games as we watch. But Well, also, what's really cool is we can go on, we can watch YouTube videos on there as well. So, Ooh. so especially for like you, you talked about like, these are the matches that you want to watch to introduce somebody to wrestling. Oh, you we could, could do, do that. Shit. You could do shit like that finally now. 
Like that could be oh very Oh my fun. gosh. Zach, we've been looking for a streaming goal. Here we go. If we get to 4,000 subscribers on YouTube, you get to mm. watch Zach and I react to the greatest wrestling match of all time. Yes. One more time. Johnny Knoxville, <laughs> a yes. year later. For oh, sure. We should do that. We can absolutely yeah, get do us that. to 4,000. We're almost there. 3.5. See you soon, 4K. That's very fun. 10,000 will watch every Eugene match he ever did. Let's fucking go. <laughs> I am juiced. <laughs> Give me all of the Eugene. And if you don't know who Eugene is, you're about to. And he is the most electric wrestler of all time. Of all time. That's yes. fun. We'll be able to do any sport other than apparently NFL. So we can do- <laughs> damn it, that's okay. I know, really hits home for me. That sucks, but that means we could do UFC stuff. We could do. By the me way, me and Dad can watch baseball. Yeah, absolutely. They have a lot of baseball stuff for that. They we could do cricket. Uh, what my mind went to immediately was all of the ESPN Plus nonsense sports. Is what I wanted to. Do. <laughs> can you and I watch cornhole? Absolutely, absolutely. And Incredible. I, by the way. Might be the most viral thing we ever do, would be yeah. my guess. Hey, I bet. So let us know what you want to watch. In the meantime, selfless plug, there's some articles up on Flurry Sports about yep. WWE. If you're interested in it, go read those. Zach's got a lot of other articles up more often than I do. Uh, but, you know, in the meantime, WWE ones are up for end of the year things. What was the biggest storyline of wrestling this year? Who knows? Could have been anything. Great right at the buzzer, it. Zach. There was an OnlyFans scandal. I missed that one on the <laughs> list. It came in too late. It was a packed year for wrestling. And I definitely go to flurrysports.org. Uh, you can just type in probably biggest WW or biggest wrestling news flurry sports on Google. That'll probably come up. And you just want to relive the year that was in professional wrestling. Uh, Jake takes you on a journey. There will be quite a few of stories that you read and you'll be like, that happened this year? That seems like a lifetime ago. <laughs> That's There's right. plenty of those. Best matches of the year. And then we got a ton of Rumble stuff coming up, Zach. Yes. I I can't wait for Eugene's music to hit. I'm hit writing the- a list right now of, of uh, like part-time returns we want to see. Yeah. And I'm struggling to leave him off the list. <laughs> it's tough because, hey, it's going to create clicks. There will be news that comes of it the if he first comes back. post mcmahon <laughs> rumble can have you cheated it but it would regal's back regal's back <laughs> about time we missed him i know pair him up with you but in the meantime look forward to those we hope to catch you on the streams that'll be fun uh yeah let us know what you want to watch but for today thanks for listening mm-hmm. um and until next time go cats if anyone asks we won <laughs>